This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios, house spelt the German way. Mo gets so excited when you order his million dollar birthday fries, he just has to celebrate. Here you go. Here I am. Uncle Mo. Thank you, ma'am. This will be a treat. Uncle Mo, here I am while you eat. Please take the fries off my head, kid. The basket is extremely hot. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> Do you like uh, that one? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Do it again, monkey. <laughs> I um I was like in in this particular episode, uh there's like a thousand different quotes that I was looking at and um it, none of them were that one. Uh <laughs> It's a good thing you're not the quote picker. Yeah, I guess uh, it is. Yeah, I like um, it. So, yeah, see, yeah. Our so, guests both like it. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about why it was the wrong choice in a minute. Um, okay. It's not that it was wrong, but it was completely and totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to start this podcast off with an extremely antagonistic tone, apparently. Yeah, that's right. Greg is diving right into full-on villainy. You know it. And... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think I wear it well. I mean, you do. Thank you. Um, it's not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Never a compliment now. Uh, this is Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And we are here to talk about uh, the episode Bart Sells His Soul. Yeah. It's the fourth episode uh, the of Simpsons. the Simpsons' seventh season. Television program. Yeah. Um, how have you been? Oh, pretty good. Okay. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> Didn't want to. Didn't want to dive any deeper into that. Well, huh? we don't have much time. <laughs> That's true. We That's don't true. have much time. We actually have like we have a. Oh my god, we have a schedule to keep. We sure do. This makes me very very excited. Only so, in the sense that I have like other things I like to do. With yeah, you have <laughs> other things that you like to do with your time. Yeah, which is good. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy for you. I'm glad I'm, you're happy. I'm glad you have other things you like to do. Yes, hobbies. Sure, if you will. Hobbies, hobbits. You like to do hobbits? Oh boy! <laughs> Everybody's Don't got their thing, Greg. Everybody's got their thing. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's let's go right over to our uh, to our guests because we have two brand new guests sure today. Do. We have uh, Ben Price and Jeff Newman of the Perfectly Normal Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having us. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, we tried to make this work out last week, but um, circumstances and life happens. Yeah. So here we are with you guys doing this episode where we get to talk about religiosity. With two magicians, <laughs> yeah, two, two skeptical very skeptical. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> we have two well, warlocks sitting. As we here. all know, Greg and I are extremely religious. So yeah, yeah. You this see is a basically yeah. a versus uh, podcast. So uh, what because, you can't see is we're all shirtless, ready to square off yes. in a tub full of jello. <laughs> exactly. And what you didn't hear was in the preamble up to the podcast. I forced everyone to say grace. Uh, Jeff under duress. Very. Jeff did a surprisingly good job of it. Yeah, um, that was very nice. Thank very you for that, Jeff. But now, as you know, we do have to fight to the death. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's usually what happens after grace. We'll right? record. Yes, yeah, we'll record okay. the podcast first over some kind of meal. That's yeah. right for the turkey well, leg. That, that's what the meal is. It's yeah. the loser. That's that's what Canadian Gross. Thanksgiving is all about. 
fight fighting to the death after Grace. <laughs> yes. It's like a real dark turn. <laughs> Uh, so one thing we do like to do with our new guests when we have them on is mm. we like to ask them, uh, we do a segment we call, What's Your Story? Yeah. And so this is uh, going to be directed at both of you, obviously, and uh, uh, because both of you are going to need to speak, please keep it succinct. But uh, <laughs> Jeff will struggle. <laughs> normally normally I let uh, guests ramble as long as we want, but you know, like I said, schedule. Uh, <laughs> but basically what we want to know is what exactly do you... What is your relationship with The Simpsons? Uh, did you grow up with it? Uh, you know, how do, how do you relate to it today? And, uh, you know, favorite episode, if you can name one, that kind of thing. So what's your story? Like, what exactly brings you to be in The Simpsons fandom? Newman first. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I grew up with The Simpsons. Uh, the most, like, exposure I got to The Simpsons when it was, like, in syndication on CBC or, or whatever it was, like, kind of the after-school thing. Yep. Yeah. rush home, get off the school bus, run to the TV, pop it on, uh, watch The Simpsons, and then whatever else the CBC had. Uh, and that being said, it kind of carried me through, like, junior high and high school. That was, like, my after-school thing. So because, you know, of syndication and reruns, I got to know, like, those first, you know, seven or eight seasons really, really well. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, it was always a highlight when October would roll around and it was the Treehouse of Horror. That was always like the pinnacle of The Simpsons for me because that's you, when they really got to like reach out and flex what they could do. Do you still watch the Treehouse of Horrors every I, year? Not so much anymore. Okay. Uh, I know I, some people who do. Some people who don't watch like yeah. Simpsons normally, but they still watch the, those episodes every year. I jumped off the boat somewhere around season 12, I think. Yeah. Where I kind of like, I'm kind of done. Seems uh, like a common thread we're noticing. Yeah. We should we should like compile a, a list. <laughs> oh, of like our uh, like, of like, our what's your story guess? Yeah, and, and just like, see like where does... people stopped. Because <laughs> yeah. I think seasons 12, 13 is like a pretty common. We've had some people say like eighteen. Yeah, and I, I don't didn't like know. Those I don't. People. I don't think they knew what they were talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> we don't air those. Just a yeah, sucker for punishment. Don't talk to them anymore. They were only guests once for a reason. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry. When did you jump up? Season 18. Off the list. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it was kind of a gradual loss for me. It wasn't like I can't pinpoint like a, a season or an episode where it's like, this is when I stop. But I just remember kind of being like, I don't enjoy this as much as I used to and slowly kind of just distanced myself away. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite episode? Um, I don't have a favorite, not a favorite episode specifically. But my favorite thing that has ever been on The Simpsons was the Edgar Allan Poe Treehouse of Horror segment. Oh, okay. yeah. That's that is, the that first is my yeah. favorite, like, ever Simpsons thing they've ever done. Because yeah. it, was, it was just, it was perfect. It was perfectly executed, I thought. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Not wrong. It was one of the rare, like, we, talk, we talked about this was, you know, way back in season two or whatever. But uh, it's, it's a rare thing. That I don't think they've really tried again. I don't know. Like King Kong's maybe the closest, uh, King Homer or whatever, uh, where they actually just did the story yeah. mm, with the Simpsons yeah. animated yeah. characters. And like, yeah. there's a, there's a couple little jokes thrown in there. You know, like why you little? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh oh, it was great. Yeah, it was great. They did such a great job of 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 taking the Simpsons characters and sticking them in, and still having it be relevant and and thematically tied into the rest of the series. Agreed. The framing device in that episode is perfect because oh, yeah. it is the treehouse of horror. Like that's where they get the title. Is it wasn't called that in the first couple of uh, anthologies that they did. Um, but the reason they call it treehouse of horror is because it first started with them telling ghost stories to each other in the treehouse, yeah. which is um, which is where that's presented. And it's really great because it's Lisa telling the story. I know, right? Yeah, and it makes so much sense in her character. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so, she's the nerd. So yeah, um, <laughs> she's she's very much the nerd. Uh, she actually really re- not in in this episode. She's not so much the nerd as she is like the conscience. Um True. and and the day of sex machina yeah. yes um but she really reminded me of my sister in this episode we'll get into that okay. more <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> but and let's that time uh, you sold your soul uh yeah we'll, we'll dive into that yeah uh, let's ben. talk to let's talk to Ben about it yeah I I kind of have similar beginnings like you seeing it after school there'd be like the two back to back episodes not chronologically uh, in order or any you know specific episode um and I don't have a favorite episode per se but I like anything with Sideshow Bob and his brother I, I prefer <laughs> so the one I prefer episode. to see yeah. Cecil yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't think he's come back ever. No, uh, no. Cecil. I thought there was yeah. at least two episodes, but yeah, okay, it's possible. I, I, but uh, you know. I enjoy Cecil. Uh, but anything with Sideshow Bob, I, I am partial to. And there was one episode with Ray Romano as a guest star. Yeah, that's that was, the the roofer. Yeah, he was the roofer. Don't fear and, the roofer. Yeah, and the black hole thing. I don't know why I know uh, that one. It's completely ridiculous, <laughs> but uh, I enjoy that episode. But um, yeah, I, I haven't watched. You know, I watched an episode here and there. Every now and then, isn't that episode like a like a sixth sense kind of thing? Like he's a ghost the whole time or something? Uh, uh, no, they think he is, but no one, uh, okay. no one else but Homer, you know, <laughs> interacts with him until the very end when he uh, comes back because he's a contractor. So you know, he's like flaking hey, on his job, uh, Deborah. Yeah. yeah, and there's a black <laughs> hole, and Stephen Hawking explained why other people couldn't see him, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's real bad. Yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's, not, it's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's Greg's opinion on that episode. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Podcast done. Yeah. It's bad. The end. I was uh, I was trying this new thing out this year, or for my life, where I was gonna positivity. I was yeah, I was gonna yeah. try and be a little bit more How'd positive. But there are certain things like like late seasons of The Simpsons or post sure. Golden Years of The Simpsons where I yeah. just like I'll just be my normal self. I, I thought won't. you were going to say, like, you've relapsed and you're back into negativity all the no, time. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 um, no, not at all. Let's talk about Venom. Oh, I did. I don't want to. <laughs> I haven't you, seen it yet. Did you see it? It, it was fun. Why I did you it. see it? Why well, did you do this? Because Why thought, did you contribute to this deplorable act by Sony? Well, one, I think Sony is a good company and they should keep making fine products and film. Such as Venom. Yeah, such as Venom. Now And James Bond. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Um, James Bond Venom crossover? Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> and it's just welcome, them Sonny. casting Tom Hardy as, as James Bond. But he's, Wait, also, but Venom. he's also Venom. Yeah. Yes. So it's like legend. James Bond with a bad Brooklyn accent. Like it's a movie legend where Tom Hardy plays it's twins. It's exactly legend. Yeah. One of them becomes James Bond, one of them becomes Venom. Yes. And then they fight. <laughs> or do they team up? Just, they team up at the end. Oh, yeah. Team up the end. To fight Doomsday. Well, of course. There's so much material. And Blofeld. Yeah, and Blofeld. Now, I enjoyed Venom because I thought it was um I thought it was silly and Yeah, obviously. I, I thought it was silly and dumb and Tom Hardy was having a good time with it. And so I was like, well, if he's having a good time, why don't I? And then it was like, you know what? Yeah, five stars. I hate you so much. <laughs> that, that was your review. Yeah. He's he's having a good time. I I'm did. gonna have a good five time. Five stars. Why don't I have a good time? Five stars. Um <laughs> wish you'd seen my show in the summer. Also, <laughs> this is why we don't do Cinepels anymore because you pull this shit. Also, I saw Stars Born. <laughs> I saw Stars Born. Stars Born, five stars. Great, Jesus five Christ. <laughs> Great movie. Lady wow. Gaga was having fun. So why not I? Why not I, 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 I thought she. Ba- I thought she nailed it. And, and I thought. I thought Bradley Cooper. She wasn't really. Have you seen the no. original? 
Uh, which one? The which ni- of the three? The 1937 one, the 54 yeah. one, or the 76 one? Yes. Like the very, very, yeah. <laughs> yes, all of them. No, I've never seen a single one. Okay. I've seen A Star is Burns. Oh. Ah. Back on track. <laughs> also, five stars. It was great. Allie <laughs> <laughs> and I started doing that in uh, in England. We wanted to uh, try things that would be more positive, so we were mm-hmm. like... Um, we 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 started challenging ourselves to be like let's find the good in in everything that 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 we encounter and like the in the art that we uh take in or the you know um and so we started saying like five stars here's why and then we had to justify why we were giving this whatever five, <laughs> five stars star there is a youtube channel a uh, free plug for a youtube channel called uh, uh film joy Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I like this channel is they have this thing called Movies with Mikey. So this guy Mikey, he does these like deep dives into yeah. uh, certain movies, and it's really good. Like I think he's one of the best uh, channels on YouTube right now. But he does a thing called Deep Dive where they watch terrible movies and do exactly that. They try to find what is great about these movies. Okay, uh, I haven't really watched too many of them um, because they're very long and they're. Uh, like about movies I don't like, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair enough. But but so it's that same Boys kind of idea, and I, I think it's uh it's interesting. Um, you know it's it's nice that you you're uh, creating this new positive attitude. I really wish you'd do it with our friendship, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> instead of the movie Venom. <laughs> but you know, uh, take what you can and. Alan, that, that Alan, makes me five curious, stars, though. Why <laughs> was was there something that you found that you're like I can't do it? I cannot give this thing. Like the positive review that it deserves. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Armies. Uh, Go. Well, I. <laughs> five stars. Here's why. <laughs> <laughs> He's speechless, folks. <laughs> this man knows me. <laughs> he knows what's going to just like shut me down. I like you're trying to be positive, and he's just here's I'm pretty sure I can see the vein popping out of this. Like I'm just, I'm just not gonna say anything about it. (laughs) It'll just turn into this whole thing, and then we'll start talking about high frame rate and how it's a sucker's bet until James Cameron does it. Of course, yeah. (laughs) Because we all need four more Avatar movies. At least. At least. Over the next 28 years. However many he makes, that's how many we need. It's been almost 10 years since he's made a movie. Yep. Um, And that movie was Avatar. Whatever comes (laughs) next, it's going to be great, because he's James Cameron and he knows what I want. Yeah, I don't know. Avatar is a low bar for, or a low uh, point for me. Really? I think it all the way through, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just couldn't help but think you liked it this all the way through. Alien Pocahontas. No, no, no oh, I didn't make it all the oh, way through. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it definitely is Alien Pocahontas. Um, you should watch it all the way through. Five yeah. stars. Now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this episode. Mm. <laughs> okay, we are talking about Bart sells his soul. This is the fourth episode of season seven, written by Greg Daniels, directed by Wes Archer, and original air date October eighth, nineteen ninety five. This episode is about religion. Yep, mm-hmm. or is it? I posit mm. because Ooh. it is about the soul, and the soul is not necessarily tied to religion. That's true. It is often uh, attached or conglomerated, but it is not necessarily. Uh, tied to it in the sense that people who believe in souls don't necessarily believe in religiosity. Every major religion believes in the concept, one way or another, of a soul. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. 
Every major one. Why would they lie? Well, what they would they have, they have to gain? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear scrubbing. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's start with um, one of the greatest Bart Simpson moments, I think, ever. And the prank? It's the prank. Oh, God. Yeah. It's okay. the prank at yeah. the beginning, and I love how much time they spend on it. They spend a good two and a half minutes on this, <laughs> which out of a 22-minute episode is a fair chunk. Yeah, um, yeah out of an 11-minute song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's, it's actually 18 like minutes. 17, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if you've actually gone and sought out Iron Butterflies in Agata De Vida, like I did after I saw this episode... You will be sorely disappointed. It is, <laughs> it is awful. Iron butterfly. Iron butterfly. I always loved the reading of that line. I thought it was the in the Garden of Eden by uh, Iron butterfly. butterfly. Well, Reverend, Reverend Lovejoy always had that cadence that no matter what he said, it sounded ridiculous. <laughs> no matter how serious he was, welcome to the. You just I, I can't even. That was terrible. I was. I sound more like Sweet a mad scientist in the Garden of Eden. Oh, why do you hate my trains? <laughs> <laughs> the um, the that's one of the what wonderful it, things about um, Harry Shearer is that uh, I think all of his characters. That's one of the things that makes his because he does so many, mm. but all of them do speak in like a different rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, especially because they constantly have him talking to himself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so he's he, like, I can imagine on his end, he's just got to keep it separate just for his own sanity. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially the Burns and Smithers stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Burns has a very different way of, it's much more mercurial than Smithers ever could be, which is just so great. It's, 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 it's excellent. And uh, yeah, you're absolutely right about the cadence and he does deliver it with almost like a melodic cadence in, in his performance in this particular episode. He's like, I know one of you is responsible for this. <laughs> right? like Wait a minute. This sounds like rock and, and or roll. Beach ball on the head. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite Bart moments because he just nails the prank. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the elaborate prank. It is the Mm -hmm. elaborate prank. He had to volunteer to do that. Like he had to volunteer at the church and be like, "Oh no, of course, I'll I'll usher. I'll hand out the hymns this morning." Well, not even like the dedication just to get there, right? Like he had to he had to find the song, change the lyrics, print it, print it, find the sheet music for the organ player. He didn't pay to have it printed. He didn't change the lyrics. Was that? He didn't didn't change change the lyrics. lyrics, Though, except, except for, still, except find, for find arguably, but he definitely he definitely had to go out and get sheet music. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there was there was devotion to this yeah. prank you don't normally see out of Bart Simpson. However, I will say he is standing outside of the church in front, so it is entirely possible he did not volunteer for it. That he just showed up and said, "Here's the hymn for today." Oh, I thought he was in the lobby. Like, was he in the lobby? In, Either in way, going into the yeah, I thought it was outside, worship. but I I could be mistaken. Mm-hmm. I just watched it like ten minutes ago. I should mm-hmm. remember, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right because Lovejoy would know if he volunteered. Yeah, for yeah. I feel yeah. like Lovejoy yeah. wouldn't be like, no, yeah. Bart. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're. Your Who tricks. did this? Yeah, um, it's it's interesting that he got away with it. It's very very yeah, it's, it's very it's, good. It's really great. I and he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for that damn mill house. Kids. <sighs> and I love how uh, all the congregation knows immediately how to sing it as well. Like, oh yeah, like, just like <laughs> nodding along. Yeah, and it's great. Wow, it's great. That's and like, you know, the, I mean, you know the history of that song as well, right? Like the fact that Iron Butterfly wrote it as in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, but the legend is 
the dude was so drunk or high or both that he slurred out the the lyrics, mm-hmm. and that's why they changed it to In Agata de Vida. Really? So huh. he was trying to say In the Garden of Eden. When you hear the other words, of course he's trying to say In the Garden of Eden. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's not just nonsense. Like, obviously, like when you hear the... When you hear the rest of the words in the song, it's like, yeah, but he's blitzed. It's art. <laughs> yeah. And it becomes art. Yeah. 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 I just wonder at what point choice. they decide like the band decided we shouldn't call it in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> it's just guys, let's fit. just let's do it phonetically. I don't care. I just <laughs> <laughs> He never says in the Garden of Eden once, but he sure says in Agata de Vida several lot. times. <laughs> <laughs> There's four minutes of singing in that song and 17 minutes of a keyboard solo. Oh it's one of Which those that ones that like nails. Yeah, if anyone does. ever at karaoke is like, I'm going to do this song. You're like, what are you doing? Why? You're an idiot. <laughs> and then you see that moment of realization when it's like tw- 207 bar break. And they're like, oh, <laughs> oh. I'm going to have to stand up here for a while. <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to get some wings. I'll be yeah. right back. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, apparently at like concerts, that would the, that's what the band would do is like, they would, they would leave the drummer to do the, the solo. They'd go get a bite to eat and come back, and the song would still be going. Is that why like a bunch of prog rock bands have 20-minute songs? Just because they need a break? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, you just leave the drummer and the keyboardist yeah. on stage You're and the go. other six people in the band, because you know it's a stupid-sized band. <laughs> you just know it. Um, and they just go... What do you play, percussion? But there's a drummer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tambourine. I'm triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just there for moral support. <laughs> I'm seventh lead guitar. Uh, you don't... All right, you can can you go, please? <laughs> There's a band from Vancouver called Five Alarm Funk. Yes, there is. I and, love Five Alarm Funk. Yeah, their business cards uh, say their name and then lead cowbell. <laughs> all, all of them are, all of them lead, are lead cowbell. cowbell. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. That's yeah. great. <laughs> I've seen them uh, many times. Yeah, they're and great. They are wonderful. Mm-hmm. So come on the show, Five Alarm Funk. Yeah. <laughs> if, you listen, if you listen. Um, <laughs> we would love to have <laughs> We would love to have you right here next to Al Jean. Yes, Very uh, ridiculously sized band, though. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like eight eight or nine. Yeah, that's too many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please eliminate three. <laughs> Fight to the death. Hopefully uh, the second lead guitarist, the actual lead cowbell player, and the tambourine player. You know, the yeah. freak players. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh, so so Bart gets ratted out by his friend Milhouse. Sure does, because Milhouse doesn't want to have his soul pecked out by ravenous birds. Yeah. Or drink burning hot cola. Mm. Or be paraded in front of single mothers. <laughs> Was yeah. it burning hot coal or burning hot cola? It's both. both. So both. It's, you'll, you'll eat not but burning hot coal and drink not but g- burning Bring hot, hot cola. cola. Oh. Where fiery right. demons will punch me in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. It's picture. scary stuff. But what I really enjoy, yeah, yep. what I really enjoy most about it is that Bart is not for one second taken in by it. Oh, no. Yeah. He is. I mean, that's his whole arc in the episode is that mm-hmm. he doesn't buy into any of this shit. And then even if he doesn't necessarily buy into <laughs> a lot of the shit, mm-hmm. uh, by the end of the episode, he at least uh, can appreciate the idea of a soul being a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, he might interpret that, whether it be literally eating the piece of paper yeah. to get it back inside <laughs> of him, <laughs> yeah. which is the thing I love. <laughs> While yeah. being lectured about <laughs> yeah, About, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's his arc, is that he's he's not on board with any of this, and he never really has been, like, for no. the most part with the, the series is... 
the ch- church has always been a chore, yep. uh, which I think is true for a lot of kids. It is. Um, it's just a, it's a true fact for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. It's like mowing the lawn. And does anyone like to go? Yeah. I, I mean, you I'd might say nobody. you like the smell of freshly cut grass, but you're like, ah, god damn it, I gotta go mow this <laughs> fucking lawn. <laughs> yeah. It's so much. It's just like like getting a meal. It's so much. It's a better smell when someone else does the exactly cutting. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're telling you you want so in this metaphor you're gonna pay someone to go to church for you. No. No. <laughs> no one should have to endure that. No one should, okay, fair enough. <laughs> the smell of church isn't better even if someone church else goes. does not smell nearly as nice as cut grass. <laughs> All right, metaphor falls apart. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh Bart gets ratted out. He they both have to scrub the Orion because Milos is a snitch. They've befouled <laughs> the organ with you the rock with their with their <laughs> yeah. popular music popular music yeah not rock music popular, popular music, popular yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. it's very important that it's popular music um so it's the mention of a soul that bart is like and that he initially gloms onto and he and he chides millhouse for his belief in such a silly thing and Milhouse takes this opportunity to buy Bart's soul for five bucks. Yeah. Well, he describes the soul as like because uh, he's he, you know he's he's questioning it. Bart's mm-hmm. like because yeah. Bart doesn't necessarily claim to know for sure, but he's like you know explain it to me. Yeah. Like why do you believe it? Explain it. And Milhouse's explanation does not work for Bart. Because oh, it's, it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of in here. And when you sneeze, that's your soul trying to <laughs> trying to escape. Thank God, like, bless you. you Crams it back, it back in. in. <laughs> When you die, it slides out and flies away. Uh, and what was it? It's like, it what, what, yeah, what happens if you die in the desert? Oh, of the ocean in a submarine. Oh, and it wheels. Swim. <laughs> and it has wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's very, it's, it's a perfect, like, kid logic yeah, to really that stuff where it's like, it's because Bart's bringing up some pretty apt points about, <laughs> yeah. like, well, what if blank? And he's like, nah, I'm pretty sure it's got all this other fantastical <laughs> stuff. It's just, it's just like the whole, you know, like, uh, like, I shot you. No, you didn't. I'm wearing my invincible armor. And yeah, it's like, oh, you know, yeah. it's that kind of like back and forth that kids do a lot with schoolyard bullshit as you go. There's this um there's an interesting thing. Um is it just me or does it feel like they've um ratcheted up Bart's uh, intelligence quotient for this particular episode? Yeah. Mm, well, he's it, I, more level-headed. And, he does, yeah. and he brings up some very good points yeah, to Milhouse about this. Mm-hmm. He also is familiar with the works of Pablo Neruda. Yeah. yeah. And I don't Which kind of comes out of left field <laughs> in this, this episode. particular episode. I, belie- I believe the joke is that he is not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> he's being, he's, he's being he, sarcastic like, to his well, sister. Well, no, because he refer- referenced it afterwards. I think he explained the point that she was bringing up, didn't he? No, she know. just no. she says Pablo Neruda says blah blah blah. Oh, blah. that's he's right. Like, oh, I'm familiar oh, with the work of Pablo okay. Neruda, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he's doing the same kind of like oh, like Rand McNally, like that's the kind of like intelligence he's displaying here, where okay. it's like false intelligence. Yeah, I feel yeah. that's I, how I read it. I personally disagree okay. because I think um, well, uh, Chris Turner does a much better job of explaining this, but he actually brings this particular moment up as a example of Bart's intelligence. So okay. let's just go back to that. <laughs> Sure. At some point <laughs> again. But my point is, let's say, just for the sake of it, that what he, he's familiar with the works <laughs> of Pablo telling. Neruda. Let's just say for the sake of it, for this moment. For argument's sake. Okay, for on. argument's sake. Um, he, I think he does, in this particular episode, display quite the level of intelligence that we don't actually see from him a lot of the other time. And I think it's because um, they wrote this, it feels like they kind of wrote this episode with, um, well, 
Lisa could have played the the skeptic part. Um, but it just that comes in season nine. Yeah, it does. I also found Lisa Great season, far by more the way. religious in this episode than she normally is. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think she is. I think you're right. Um, at least she seems to... Um, more religious than spiritual, because, I mean, she is... A, yeah, that mindset. She she seems to display uh, genuine like concern when she hears that her brother sold his soul for mm-hmm. five bucks um, for crappy sponges. For crappy sponges, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> since we're talking about that scene, uh, <laughs> were we? <laughs> well, we are now. Um, that's the scene Good that segue. reminds me of my sister the most. Okay. One hundred percent. Where dinosaur like, sponges? It's like what? Like what a lousy way to waste five bucks. And then she comes <laughs> up and says, "Where'd you get five bucks? I want yeah. five bucks." <laughs> and I was like, "I, I just, do love that. That's yeah, a great line." I just feel like that's a, such a great little sibling moment. Yeah. That's like it's just, <laughs> and it can only really happen when your sibling isn't that far from you in age, <laughs> you know, or <laughs> it's like. Like you're kind of thrust together as friends, as you and you don't have a choice right. about it. Where's like, where, where, where'd you get five bucks? I want five <laughs> bucks. It's also like the, their age is the perfect time where five bucks is a lot is of it, money. It's, right, it's everything. <laughs> I would. I had a little. I had a little like a terrarium that you would Cute. that that like. It, <laughs> yeah, thank you. It would. It, it was for like worms. Okay. <laughs> but I never put worms in it. I filled what it with wait, 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 change. Wait, wait, wait. Change. Oh. Okay. Okay. I was like, so, so I just feel there needs to be a clarification yeah. here of why Greg has worms <laughs> and or a worm terrarium. Well, they were earthworms. No, okay. They you didn't Go have on. worms. Yeah. But you didn't have worms. No, I didn't have them. So why did Why'd you have you get a, terrarium? a terrarium? Because someone gave me, obviously one of my parents gave me, I was eight. Where do they I wanted, get stuff? They wanted you. My parents. <laughs> we didn't know what age you were. Uh, <laughs> Where'd you get the terrarium? I want a terrarium. Yeah. <laughs> At eight. <laughs> Where'd you get a terrarium? <laughs> I like that. That's that's good. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> so, like, in my eyes, you know, one of your parents bought you a terrarium because they're like, oh, this will be a nice way for Greg to, you know, get involved with biology or something. Yes, That'd be exactly right. Like, Nope, money. money. <laughs> no, yeah, Alan, and they, they uh, cried it. a little bit in their in their bed that night. Well, <laughs> where did we go wrong, yeah. Gregory? What have you Greg, done? He only cares about money. Uh, not I about earthworms. I don't think that's what they cry about now. <laughs> I think it's something that deals with this. Uh-huh. What we're doing right now. Waste of time. Waste so of time. So, what does your son do? He's a podcaster. <laughs> podcaster. A what? A, po- a, a pot? A what? <laughs> he works in sales. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. I sell stuff now. Terrariums, actually. Comedy. Worm terrariums. Worm terrariums. But no worms. Yeah. You got to find those, those yourself. yourself. Yeah, you got to get the I'm soil and the worms. All this terrarium. It's just a plastic jar. <laughs> Did you guys ever have any of those crappy sponges? Oh yeah, hell yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. have the same like? Not maybe not quite to the degree that Bart has, but the same dream of what will become of them when you. Oh, I thought they turned into like a full fledged like action figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, no, no. They just they just, they just puff up a little bit and they go down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were very even not wet. They were too flimsy to stand yeah. on their yeah. own. Yeah. Like wet, they just crumbled they in just, your hand. And they just and smelled they're bad. They're even yeah. worse now. So like when we were when we were kids and we got them, they would actually like expand. They would get yeah, yeah. bigger. Now, like when my nieces were little, they'd get like little like dollar store like 
party bag fun packages after yeah. you go to like someone's birthday party. Now they come in like the little pill capsules and they don't even grow. The pill capsules oh, yeah, just dissolve just... and a little sponge dinosaur <laughs> goes <laughs> and that's it. Appears, they don't yeah. even get nothing. Like it's dumb now. <laughs> Yeah. Not that yes. it wasn't I want dumb good, before. I want, I want to bring back the good old days where our sponges were our sponges. sponges. grew. <laughs> and not pills. God damn it. <laughs> I just thought it was like liberals. a seven-year-old kid. Like, I got such a <laughs> headache. It's the NDP. Oh, oh. <laughs> NDP. The NDP. The NDP now, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, not late. Recall election, guys. <laughs> Just imagine Al running on his own independent platform. We are bringing back, <laughs> bringing back expandable funders. wet toys. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, surprising upset, Alan Johnson is now our <laughs> premiere. I don't know how this know. happened. <laughs> I, I guess sponges are going to be back. I also don't know anything about sponges. So. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Uncle Mo's family feedback. Sure. The excellent B plot yes. in this episode. Are you going to tell us why he chose the wrong quote since we're at, you know. Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, we're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> no. I thought no. I'm I just... sitting on the edge of my seat. I want to know why. Oh. I think it's just because he's he hates me. <laughs> I think <laughs> I can ruin the suspense right now. Anyway, Uncle Mo's <laughs> There's nothing, no intellectual <laughs> reasoning behind it. It's pure emotion. It's, it's kind of a... It's kind of a jab at my integrity well, why there. Can, why couldn't you say five stars about the quote that I chose? Hmm? You want me to? Yeah. Okay, five stars. Thank you. Why? Why? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I you see, so. <laughs> I thought I think it comes at a uh, real apex point in the episode, um, which uh, you know it doesn't quite give away what we're going to be talking about, but it does uh, allow Alan to flex his vocal performing muscles because mm. um, he does. I don't know if you noticed an excellent mo. <laughs> so. <laughs> It is also it's maybe it's starting to sound a little backhanded. It's, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> there's that vein in Greg's forehead again. <laughs> well, it is also maybe like Mo's longest line in the episode, um, "Unbroken," which um, I think is a good choice. Mm. Okay, so Great. five stars. That's Thank why. You. All right. Yeah, you're welcome. Back to whatever you wanted to talk about. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Mo's family feedback. I um, I really enjoy that. Immediately after Bart sells his soul, we go to. Moe's and Homer is there. This is presumably right after church. It is yeah. exactly right, right after, after church. church. <laughs> yeah. Uh he takes Maggie. Of course. Because Marge had to do something, yeah. I guess. Because it's or, a family feedback. And Maggie's yeah. soother sounded off. Oh, because it, it was it was it was tied around it was tied to her. So oh. it wouldn't pop out. Oh. Like oh, there's there's so it wouldn't like <laughs> land on the disgusting. Yeah, car there's a subtle uh, there's a subtle animation thing where like there's a little like there's a little tie around oh. it so that it's <laughs> okay. tied tied to her so she won't spit it out. Okay, and get the bar dirty. Right. When uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, Homer should put a coaster under her because yeah. oh that for place her is, protection. Yeah, for yeah. her. Yeah. That place is just something else. The dank. Um, the dank. Mm. Mo. I'm gonna get rid of the, the dank, dank, are you? <laughs> ah, the mo. The dank. The, the dank. dank. Uh, yeah, and that's a really uh, nice, subtle reference to Homer's perpetual alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure is. But that but place get, smells uh, like Tinkle. Yeah, well, we get Dr. <laughs> Hibbert and his family yeah. coming there. Uh, now, Mo, or sorry, uh, Hibbert has been there before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Many times, or at least once. The one I can think of specifically is uh, when the Red Hot Chili Peppers are playing there. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Don't Stamp My Endies, that whole thing. Yeah. So... But for some reason, he thinks, oh, Moe's. 
how about this place? Yeah, like yeah. he acts like he's never <laughs> okay. seen it before, and maybe this is a family restaurant. So I feel like it's just a missing here. scene where his wife is calling him out on his alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't remember just, the last yeah. time he was oh, there. Oh, Moe's. That's right. I've never been here before, darling. <laughs> Let's go here, and they're like, oh, not again, dear. <laughs> We've been over this. <laughs> And over this and over this and over <laughs> this because you are an alcoholic, Hibbert. <sighs> well, his wife definitely is. That well, yeah. comes up in a later episode, Homer versus the 18th Amendment. Mm-hmm. Um, not obviously. <laughs> or at the very least, she enjoys Overt, a, yeah. a, a good, a good does. beer. Yeah. Um, so Mo is determined to turn his place into a shenanigans, Bennigan's, Fuddruckers, Fuddruckers, TGI Fridays, Rudfuckers. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, I beg your pardon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Podcast is it? Montana's. <laughs> I guess. Actually, probably closer to Montana's. Yeah. Well, it has a bunch of crazy singing. crap on the wall. And they you know? do the yeah. with the yeah. weird yeah. hat. Yeah. It is, and a lot it of com- places do They that. put the fucking Viking hat on with you. With the hats, though. Like, yeah. like, they have the hat at Montana. Nothing strikes fear in you when you hear, like, happy birthday coming out of the kitchen, and you see, like, the moose horns. Yeah. Out. Except it's not what ever happy birthday. It's their, like their own song. Because it's a licensed song. What are they? I don't think that's the reason, but <laughs> still, like, you, like no one's gonna be like, um, you have to pay royalties on that song you just sang uh, at this establishment. I now. would. <laughs> also, well, I believe that song is not copyright anymore. What are they? S- what do they sing to you at Rudfuckers? I never. I don't like. I that. don't think I've ever been sang to there. No, it's not a real no. place. But Greg. you have been there. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. I have. No, it's not a real place. Maybe. Well, I've been to Fuddruckers, which I assume is what you're. <laughs> Is, is that, is that he's what he's being very generous and like, oh, I just assume you misspoke. I'm trying <laughs> no, to have an actual I, I conversation with you. Not, and then he yeah. changed it to Rudfuckers. Yeah, he's, which... he's doing a bit that is. <laughs> have you never stupid. been to Rudfuckers? He's, he's doing bit? a bit and it is just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest is trying to just keep things moving. <laughs> And Greg's got this wry <laughs> smile on his face, like, oh, you ever been to Rudfucker? Uh, Here we go. If you want to call me out on the on the Rudfuckers thing, <laughs> go ahead. I am I am up for anything. <laughs> We're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and going dreadfully over schedule. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Um, so let's talk about all the ways that Mo fucks up in this episode. Yes, please. He is the architect of his own destruction. <laughs> because he does the worst <laughs> yeah. business decisions ever. Yeah. Oh. I also this, like how Homer brings them all up at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does not let them off no. at all. Yeah. yeah. And I believe you said um, you said five and six thousand. I believe it's 50 and 60,000. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's a small thing, mm. but. Well, I said that off mic also, so no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about it upstairs. Call, we called you out recording. on something no one knew you did wrong. <laughs> I was just quoting that moment to him. And I you guess know, I said it wrong. You know, here's the thing. I assume <laughs> that Alan and I are being recorded at all times. <laughs> If ever Greg and I are speaking about something that isn't just scheduling our next podcast, he assumes it is the podcast, it is the podcast. because he doesn't enjoy speaking to me otherwise. Ouch. Your life must be a terror from moment to moment all the time. Mine? <laughs> Greg, how's it going? Shh, they're listening. They're recording us, I'm sure. Well, when yeah. you do as many podcasts as I do, you, you start to blur the lines between what is real and... What is podcast? <laughs> wow. Was that real? That was I don't know.
Let's go to Rudfuckers. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. First, he says, if I don't smile, your meal is free. Yeah, stupid policy. Yeah, he's Terrible in, business decision. Yeah. Well, he can't smile. <laughs> yeah, no, he struggles. Like during that jingle? Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> like, yeah, he, was, he was twitching it. He was real, it's, really it's twitching. Just, he's straining like, to smile. It's great. Yeah. That is, that is no matter who person. you are yeah, yeah. in that situation, more otherwise, mo smiling is a terrifying oh, yeah. thing. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. Just, oh, man. And he says uh, the, the laughter of children cuts through him like a dentist drill. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that, uh, maybe not. Well, his aunt's little girl. <laughs> yeah, maybe not open a family restaurant. Myself. Million dollar birthday fries. Million dollar birthday fries. The, like it's one thing to do, like you know, like we said, the birthday types type things. Why does it have to uh, be him every time? Yeah, him and also with the basket of fries on his head. on his head. <laughs> put the basket up there, whatever. But put it in another dish, right? <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. There's health concerns here. <laughs> Out of the fryer onto the head. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a, Parmesan. No, it's, it's a dandruff. Decision. That is the deep fry basket. Right? I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it seems it looks like it. Yeah. 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 Well, still, even like when you get like the fries and like little like decorative baskets, yeah. those baskets still get hot. They yeah. sure do. Yeah. <laughs> they sure do. Yeah. That's, also, like that's the... why we don't go to Rudfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm scared of burning myself on fry baskets. Also, that like the he puts in the 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 song for million dollars like. Here I am while you eat. So he's expecting to just stand there and watch them eat or have them eat off his head. Like she seemed to just, or uh, sorry, he, because uh, it was uh, Todd the first time. Yeah. Uh, he just seemed to go right into, oh, okay, great. I'm just going to eat mm-hmm. it off your head. Yeah. He was <laughs> doing exactly as the song and describes. Mo, and Mo was waiting. So clearly this was his plan was, <laughs> I will sit here and let this child eat these fries off of my head f- until he is done. Yeah. And wh- why? Why would you ever do this? I don't know. And I didn't he write immediately it. regrets his decision. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we we see him do it um, three times, really, right? Well, he we, see, we, see, for, we see him do it twice, and yeah. then we hear the, the thing go the off a third yeah. time, the yeah. like, alarm. And it's... Um, Which is another stupid business. Like, put a f- fucking alarm whenever someone orders million-dollar birthday fries? How many people's birthday is it that day, anyway? There's a surprising amount of restaurants that still do that kind of yeah. thing. I know Hudson's, yeah. I believe, if you yeah. order one of those long shots... Uh, they ring a bell, and oh, it right? happens more. Wait, than they you ring would a bell, isn't like they have a little like bar bell that they I, physically like ring. A, yeah, it's like a no, little brass no, bell. No, 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 no. It's like the. Like it's the, like a. It's like yeah, a it's light up alarm and a light. Oh, all I've the, only seen like the bell. Well, you haven't been to the. You know, you haven't been the cool one. Wrong. Apparently not. <laughs> they, they do the siren, and it. Yeah. Which one's that? All of them. All of them. Yeah, all of the Hudsons. All of them. Yes, it's a chain. They they can't make the decision. Fair enough. It is a they should make the decision, <laughs> but they don't. That was like an intense line of questioning. It just stopped. All of them. All of them. Really? Really? Well, I made. No I, 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 I won <laughs> the <laughs> argument <laughs> with the fact that it's a chain and they can't. They're a franchise. It's a chain. Can't argue that. Why no, no, not argue that? Oh yeah, the logic holds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> trying to poke holes in it like Swiss nope. cheese, <laughs> but it is ironclad. This is an ironclad cheddar yeah. argument. <laughs> No, it's a franchise, Greg. God damn it! So yes. Mo puts all this work into this business, about right? sixty thousand dollars worth. Yeah, uh, a bunch of crazy crap on the wall, redesign, construction, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. D- deep fryer from the Navy, I guess. Yeah, um, fry a whole buffalo. Yeah, but then it In seems like he's, it seems yeah. like he's skimping out on the menu. Does it not appear that way? I think he has like four things on the menu. Well, it's just like he has bottom feeding suction eel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hobo, hobo chicken, ho- hobo yeah, chicken. chicken necks, yeah, yeah, uh, oh. and uh, spaghetti and mo balls, yeah, million dollar birthday fries. That's all yeah. we know of that we see. We see a burger, 
Bart's well, eating a burger. Like in, in terms of like uh, given a name. Yeah, 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 yeah. The burger for all I know is, you know, uh, ground newspaper. That's for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything else he just throws in his uh, Navy in deep, deep fryer. In the deep fryer. Yeah. And you just chip off <laughs> the glass top of bottles. the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> just eat a wine bottle. Mm. I'm pretty sure as a kid fry. I saw that and I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's how that works. <laughs> like, I, I didn't question it. I was just like, oh, oh. you deep fry things and then you can eat them. That's right. how it happens. <laughs> Which is, I mean, kind of true these days. Like, just deep fry something and uh, you can eat it. Oh, yeah. Can so you? They do have you been to the Calgary yeah. Stampede? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Hey, have you ever guys, have you guys ever seen the, the show Deep Fry Masters? No. no. You've got to see this show, guys. Okay. Five stars. <laughs> And I don't need to explain Tell us why. why. It is so good. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like a cooking show. It's like any other like cooking show where you're like you, you win a prize at the end. Only this prize, there's no money. You just win a trophy and bragging rights. People are just doing this because they love deep frying things at county and state fairs. I'm willing to bet that they get some kind of monetary. They don't being on the show. Maybe on the show. Yeah. But the winner <laughs> they the, don't, the winner maybe. The winner doesn't actually get anything. And when they're being judged, the judges aren't dicks. They're not dicks <laughs> to them. They just, they're like, they eat the food and they're like, this is pretty good. Here's what I think you could do to make it better. Have you tried putting it on a stick? And, <laughs> <laughs> and had they? Now, is that actually Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes they hadn't. Hey? Is that actually something you've heard? About 13 times. <laughs> yeah. The, Sometimes they hadn't tried it, putting it on. A in eight episodes. <laughs> There's only eight episodes of it. Trust me, guys. You will love it. Butch Benavides is a hero. He's one of the judges, before you ask. Okay. And I <laughs> think, I guys. I didn't think you were going on a weird tangent <laughs> on someone else. And I think you guys would actually really. I think everyone should watch it. Like I don't think they've ever seen you this excited about <laughs> the <anything>. judges. <laughs> just give them advice on how to make their business better. It's really sweet. They just do it for the love of the game. It's great. There's a touring rib festival mm. uh, that like pops up in parks in towns across Canada, and they are probably you know part of the same same uh, idea. Yeah, because they have tr every food or like rib truck has trophies on tables out in front of their, their yeah. business. Yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta advertise those yeah. things. Otherwise how will people know? No, yeah, they wouldn't. You gotta put those on display I don't somewhere. Really care about oh, they're drugs. like you gotta have drugs. They're like yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you, and yeah. Trophies and drugs. You gotta you have your have trophies and drugs. You have to you gotta have the drugs on the menu. That's the <laughs> important That's but the it's thing. gotta be in code. Um <laughs> like uh spicy you know. beef brisket and L S D. What a perfect combination. <laughs> <laughs> or steak fish. Which is actually a bottom feeding suction eel. Yeah, yep. there you go. Back on track. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was just gonna say, like, he put he puts all his money into the wrong things. Yes. Uh, into the decor, into the you know the concepts and the the gimmicks and the commercial, and he doesn't put the money into the food. And ask any restaurateur, and they will tell you that is the wrong way to do a restaurant. You really, food you could first. say he sold his soul to this restaurant. Oh. Thematic. Overlap. Ooh. Mo sells his soul. Well done. Going further back to religion. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. It's also, <laughs> it's also like a, a deadly sin. Gluttony. It's all the gluttony and the, you know, envy of these other restaurants. And, uh, oh, yeah. I could argue yeah. all seven deadly sins appear in this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Number one. Do it. We'll name a sin. Okay. Gluttony. We gluttony. already got well, that one. We got, we got the food. Uh, envy bag. Envy. Got it. Sloth. Um, <laughs> sloth. <laughs> Sloth, uh, too lazy to actually scrub the uh, the organ pipe things. Uh, okay. Greed. Uh, uh, greed? Yeah. 
uh, wanting, wanting the soul for money. Ah, yeah. yes. Um, or wanting money, rather. Or even Lisa wanting money. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. I want five uh, bucks. What's the... Um, what's lust. The, lust. 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 Yeah. Uh, lust is... Uh, hey, remember when we used to make out, make to, this out to this him? Make out to this him, yeah. <laughs> okay. Very good. He's, Very he's good. Doing it. Is that all seven? Wrath. 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 Uh, <laughs> Most screaming at that little girl. Th- that or oh, the yeah. or uh, him attacking Ralph. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also oh, yeah. Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, give him his soul back. I got work in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of sloth too. And uh, what's the other one? Oh, so. I'm finding the list. Uh, we got uh, <laughs> we pride. pride. Oh, we did. Oh, pride. pride. Got a pride. pride. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ooh, we got you. No, <laughs> I had That's one for one? all of them. Uh, pride was. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of Bart just. Thinking that he's better than a soul. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Yeah. So that's all seven, everybody. Holy well, crap, we did it. Have a really good one. Good. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost like it was planned. <laughs> and that's I can assure uh, you. my pitch for the movie <laughs> seven two. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that was floating? The idea of that was yeah. like floating around for years and years. Yeah. And like we were and everyone was like, what were you gonna call it? Eight. Eight. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Seven. <laughs> 7 2, 14, maybe 21. Skip 14 entirely because it's an awkward number. 21's more elegant. Well, they did make 21 with Kevin Spacey. That's right. That's true. Yeah. It's all agreed. That's the sequel. That is the sequel. (laughs) Kevin Spacey escapes. And then he he becomes a a professor at MIT. Yeah. 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 Um, And there's 17 again. That's another sequel. 13 going on 30. Basically, any movie with a number. <laughs> 21, drum, jump street. 21 Jump Street. The number 23. 22 Jump Street. Ooh. Number 23 is a clear sequel to 7. Yes, obviously. <laughs> but number 23 is everywhere, guys. Yeah. Can't, 10 can't Things I Hate it. About You. That's my favorite 7 sequel. <laughs> ten, 10, by the way. Uh, you know, if you take uh, the, the num- number of numbers in 10, 1 and 0, that's 2. The number of uh, letters in the, in, the, in the word 10 is 3. That's 23. There it is. It was a long way to get to that. 310 to Yuma? It's everywhere. 310 to Yuma? Well, you got three right there, and then you got one zero again, so that's yeah. two letters. Boom. 23. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You can do it with anything, you guys. Well, I mean, there's also <laughs> the word two in there. 310 to Yuma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. There's also Yuma. So there's yeah. that. There's that. <laughs> there's that. Just yeah. saying. 517 to Paris. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Fifteen seventeen to Paris. No. Sorry, it's not five yeah, seventeen. That's really early in That's the morning. That's too early to, to thwart terrorists. Yeah, twenty eight days boy. later. Twenty eight weeks later. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> You're staring at me like this. I told you I don't want to do this anymore. The whole nine yards. I don't like you it. get to decide. And the whole ten <laughs> yards. When do we yes. need to stop? <laughs> you you see? brought this on yourself, Alan. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, Jim Carrey brought this on myself. <laughs> Um, so when Bart, uh, runs off into the night after Mo, um, uh, displays language that would be better suited at Denny's, um, <laughs> he goes on this, uh, brief odyssey from third street to 287. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Yeah. 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 Um, and he runs into a few things, mostly a street cleaner who runs over his bike. I love that guy. Uh, <laughs> so cool. Right into the, the subway. Um, <laughs> wow, looks like my luck's finally changing, and then falls apart. <laughs> <and he's> <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go on record saying that might be my favorite joke <laughs> in the episode. Uh, 
if I remember I, correctly, uh, past and future guest Dr. Ife Abiola hates that joke. So you guys should um, talk about it one day. Oh, it's definitely my favorite joke then. <laughs> <laughs> Just to Just spite because. him. No, because I think it would be great to talk about it. Okay. I think it's an I think it's an interesting thing when you have two conflicting ideas that two reasonable men can talk about. That's fair. There's I I've noticed there's a because I've watched a lot of Simpsons with Ife and I feel like there's a lot of jokes that he doesn't get that I'm like like. I don't know how to explain this to you more. <laughs> <laughs> it's I find it's really fun. Yeah, like uh, one I know he hates for sure is, do you want me to tell you when it's 7.30? That Agnes says <laughs> to Skinner. Like, that's so funny. He's like, why? I'm like, I, like, I don't, if I have to explain it, it's not funny. Like, it's just, it's a weird non sequitur that from a crazy old woman. It's great. It's yeah. hilarious. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Ife's wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he also runs into a raving derelict. Yes, he does. Uh, yep. <laughs> and then Chief Wiggum flashes him with a flash. That is my favorite part. When he, when Wiggum flashes him in the in the car and Bart goes, yeah. cat eyes. Yeah. Got the cat eyes. Yeah. Like because it just kind of ties everything together. And it's then like he'll okay. disappear into the sewer or just the fog. Just the fog. Just the fog. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I think that might be a reference to something. Probably, okay. but it really drives home that I idea think it's like of like Stephen King so. in general. Like, oh it might yeah, be like sure. A Salem's oh, yeah, Lot yeah. or Sleepwalkers, like. So the Stephen King does a lot of like cat, sure. yeah. yeah, stuff. <laughs> That's true. It'll He's uh, like, this is a. You ever see Sleepwalkers? You, ever you know, no. It's the only one that he like to though. Uh, it's not based on one of his books. It's a, a script that he wrote for him to make oh. a movie. Oh, this is going to be only time a coke-addled fever dream, and it's insane. It's about these like demons who can shape shift into human form. Sure, and there's it's like a mother and a son. But oh, they're all, and but they're no, also and they, fucking. Yeah, they bang. Oh, yeah, God. no, I know this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they bang. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. and the and cats are like their weakness. Yeah, they are. So like cats will they'll, be, they'll see a cat and be like ah, and like be terrified of them huh. uh this movie's fucking nuts i watched guys. it when i was very very <laughs> young and i i just remember viscerally like several key moments because i was like it was like a very t- a turning point in my life where i realized oh you can murder people with things other than just like knives and guns sure because someone gets stabbed in the head with a pencil yeah someone gets stabbed in the back with a corn on the cob nice uh, what <laughs> wait what that works <laughs> yeah well in the movie it does it, yeah okay it's good <laughs> for you and that, and i'm super, gonna say no they're also i'm gonna super, say that's not a thing <laughs> They're also supernatural beings, so I, I feel like they have some like extra strength that maybe makes them able to plunge a corn on the cob easier into your back. I don't care I think how it's hard a, you plunge that I think corn it's a the density cob. question. It's, yeah, I was just going to say. It's, All right, well, we know what we have to do. Greg, do you have any corn on the cob on hand? Because uh, you know what we have to do now. I knew uh, I should have brought some. Turn around. I had some in turn the around. Fridge. I got this corn on the cob. We're going to test it out. Should get a boil going on here. <laughs> I got this corn on the cob. We're going to stab you. If it doesn't work, then we'll just have a nice meal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing younger corn, not boiled, would actually maybe have the best success. Yeah, like ripe yeah. from the uh, from yeah. the plant, yeah. as it were. You maybe, need to have some unhusked. kind of like unhusked some kind of apparatus, apparatus to help you hold on to the corn better, like a handle, maybe, maybe, or a hand, or a hand, yeah. <laughs> A corn holder? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Flimsy break. Oh, oh, those are those little things you use when you cook corn on the cob. Yeah. Stick it in the end. Exactly. That little yeah. thing. But. You don't want any butter on that corn. No, no. That. no actually, it. you would because it would help it slide, slide in easy. Slide in oh. your back easy. Butter just the tip. <laughs> uh, moving on. I'm about, like, corn on the cob lube here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> If it's stabbing in your back, having lube isn't going to help it. That's a whole different problem. So the Simpsons. Yeah, the Simpsons. 
Take off the husk first. <laughs> Jeff will go on forever if oh you let him. Uh, yeah. Sleep anyway. Sleepwalkers. If you haven't seen it, it's an insanity, insane movie that Stephen King wrote the script for, and has never, as far as I know, actually he might have, but as far as I know, never wrote a script again. Is this after okay. Maximum Overdrive or before? I, I think it's after. I think it's in the early '90s, late '80s, but I can't right. remember for sure. If it's if it's early '90s, it's definitely after Maximum Overdrive, which I. It's, that's surprising to me that he would write a script after Maximum Overdrive because that's that's horrible. Um, <laughs> but I still star. would give it. I would still give it five stars. Okay, shit. Tell us I, why, Greg. ACDC. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, one star for every character in the band <laughs> ACDC. Wow. A, one star. C, one star. <laughs> Lightning bolt, one star. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ron Perlman's in it. Ron in Sleepwalkers? Ah, yeah. oh, I want to watch that movie now. Sounds terrible. I love it. I know the name, but can't. He's Hellboy. He's Hellboy. Hellboy. Ah, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, he's not anymore. Now it's uh, David Harbour? Yeah, yeah, from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Stranger Things. Like a newfie would say. <laughs> Who's been stealing your thoughts? <laughs> hmm? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the government stole every idea I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Which I believe is another great, just Dan, you know. Oh yeah, do, yeah, do do your thing, yeah. and he yeah. just raves and rants. And he then, has two uh, of those. You know, this. Hank Hank is probably just reacting to him because <laughs> it feels like a, a recording booth kind of thing. Yeah, uh, or possibly Dan recorded it and then they played it for Hank. But it's yeah. just it's great because he's like he's like slow down. Who's been re- who's been stealing your thoughts? <laughs> I like how long they spend on it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, go on quite a long. It's time. a genuine like like a long take bit. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, and then we get Bart like really weirdly like malicious or like like evil seeming. Oh yeah, he's, he's like fully diving into no soul Bart. Yeah, where he's like, I need your soul, hi, Ralph. Hi Bart, I know you from school. Yes, even if it's writing, <laughs> I just need yes. writing on a piece of paper. <laughs> need a soul, Ralph. Any soul, yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now I tried to. Um, I, I like playing this game where I try and figure out like maybe Alan's favorite part of an episode. <laughs> okay. Um, You've never told me about this game before. <laughs> I play it in my brain. I'm so glad we're here for this. Yeah. <laughs> I play it in my brain. I do right, it with right. literally every episode. Well, Sometimes should, I tell this you. Should have been a normal segment where you try and guess, and I tell well, you. Well, uh, it's a normal segment now. All right. <laughs> um, I think it's this <laughs> part. I think it's when. Um, I think it's when he comes to uh, Millhouse's uh, Millhouse's family's uh, grandmother's house. I think this is your favorite part of this whole episode. Uh, yeah, I would I would say you're probably right. Uh, it's can, not my favorite joke, I, which yeah. I will say for that segment. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of like a whole scene, yes, yeah. this is the best scene in the episode. Yeah, I wow. uh, I happen to agree. Um, but I just I know you love Kirk. I sure do so much. Um, and you, you, you shut, up, shut, Kirk, up, yeah. shut up! Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> and he's he's only got two lines yeah. in this episode, yeah. but they are two of the funniest lines <laughs> yeah. in the whole episode, which is. Not short on really funny lines. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think it's like this. Yeah. This is this is an episode that is just brimming with really really funny lines. Like you got five bucks, I want five bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep my crappy sponges. Thanks. And those are like <laughs> those are really funny lines, mm-hmm. one after another. And he's just like, uh, give him back his soul, Millhouse. I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> plays it off like it happens all the time. It's like, goddamn it, Millhouse. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. And then the shut up, shut up, shut up yeah. is just like. Damn, that's a really... That's well, it's the same, like, the <laughs> give Miss Soul back, I got work in the morning, is the same kind of idea as, like, you know, with uh, Aunt 
Selma when she's like, you know, Bart, stop it. Lisa, drink the water. Oh, she's yeah. like, I just want these kids to stop arguing and <laughs> shut up. So, like, I'm just going to order them to do a thing that will end it. I don't care what it is. I just want it to be done. Yeah. So it's like, just give him his soul back. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of this means, but please just do it so he can go away and I can sleep. I, I want to know the aftermath of him waking up and being like, wait a second. Wait, soul? Soul? What? What soul? <laughs> Well, and think, apparently Mill has been playing with the, the piece of paper with his yeah, army man. Running yeah, running it over. Like, yeah, uh, that was a, that's a great scene. Yeah, in and yeah. of itself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, fifty bucks. He's he's great. He's a he's Bart Millhouse. Very devilish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you could almost argue that like he has Bart's soul now. So maybe Bart is like infiltrating Millhouse. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 Bart's soul leaching into mm. its new partner. If you want to go that way, yeah. So does this episode at the end of the day um, make the Simpsons like basically confirm in the Simpsons universe that a soul exists? I don't know. Uh yeah, I think you could go either way with that because like it's. On on one hand, like if you if you kind of take a step back from it from like within the universe and kind of just look at it as like a common sense thing, all those things that Bart is experiencing is all confirmation bias yeah. because he doesn't have a soul anymore. Now all these things that probably would have happened to him anyway or seem like, like they're correlated exactly. Yeah. So and and that's something that we play on all the time in our shows, right? Yeah. We we have that cause and effect thing. Where we really try and force people to remember these things instead. And, you know, something as simple as him walking into the, the automatic door at the Quickie Mart. Mm. You know, how many times has that door not worked, but now Bart's finally noticing? Yeah. You know, because now he has this weird kind of cloud of does a soul exist over his mm -hmm. head? And it, like, when you dive into that rabbit hole, you wind <laughs> up, like, you know, this, this episode suddenly gets really deep really fast. You know, because you have theological points, you have psychological points, you have all of these things that kind of come out of this scenario that you don't always find in a Simpsons episode. Yeah, if you really sit down and think about it, it's true. Um, this is a um, this is a pretty dense episode as as far as like no oh, theological discussions. Let's uh, it's too much. I don't like religion. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> Welcome to most family feedback. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. why I think that's a really great. I actually, I, I know it sounded deeply sarcastic when I said it, but um, I like most things you say. I <laughs> <laughs> like all yes, of this. <laughs> I I truly believe that that is a really great B plot because yes. it it like it pulls you out of that theological mm -hmm. thinking uh, for just long enough, right? And it's and it always pays off. Like I, One of the great things about this particular B-plot is every time it cuts to it, there's a good laugh mm -hmm. yeah. to be had. Yeah. It never feels like it's just like, oh, we gotta fill time. Mm -hmm. um, so like, it, it gives you a moment to just be like, okay, let's just not think about that for a second. Um, oh, now we're, now we're back to thinking about it. Oh, and now he really feels like, oh, he's going to... Uh, Try and steal the soul from Ralph. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's okay. That's <laughs> like, that's oh, this is evil. Yeah, yeah. But like, well, he he said write it on a piece of paper. I think. Oh right. Yeah. 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 But like, like even if you take it's just like when he like goes to attack him. Yeah. That's like, right. What are yeah. you gonna do? <laughs> but if you think about it, like we kind of touched on a little bit. Like really, they're both two stories of someone selling their soul, right? Like yeah. you have you have Bart who literally sells his soul, but then you have Mo who has established himself. As kind of the dingy bar, that is his identity. That is who he who he is, and then he sells himself out to try and be something he's not, and it ends up being a, a catastrophe, just mm -hmm. like Bart's experience does when he goes searching for this meaning of a soul. Mm -hmm. So you you have you know like the basic kind of a similar story arc or or path that they're following, but you don't realize until you sit down and start thinking about it after. 
I think reading it, reading this particular episode like that makes this, makes the entire thing a lot more thematically consistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually, uh, I think that's m- my new preferred way to read this episode. So thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. Because um, I hadn't actually made the equivalency uh, yet, but I, I do recommend for our listeners who watch this episode without thinking about that to go back <laughs> go back and think go back go, go back and watch again, it again with, and and like and like I'm going to do cuz I'm a I'm I'm a stupid baby um, <laughs> which we all know need the most attention they, they yeah. need the most attention uh, I'm going to go back and watch it like that with that with that in mind and see what the um, and and try what and make some is. thematic links as well because Ooh. I think that's fun cuz I'm a fucking nerd <laughs> <clears throat> Good. <laughs> Good. Reference desk? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got a decent amount. I mean, obviously, we got Inagata DeVita mm-hmm. uh, right at the top there. Uh, the Spaghetti Factory, the Cheesecake Factory, you know, all those kinds of things. There's the Texas uh, cheesecake, cheesecake Depository, depository yeah. <laughs> which was, you know, kind of a both a Cheesecake Factory and a uh, Texas School Book Depository where, mm. of course, What's-His-Face did the shooting. His name is Lee Harvey Alleged- Oswald. Allegedly. And yeah, <laughs> and yeah, moving on. Where one of one of the shots took place. Uh, Guys, ever seen JFK? <laughs> oh no! Must be some kind of magic bullet. Five stars. Here's one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could actually. I could. Oh, I could talk for days about JFK okay. and why it's awesome and why it's awful. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, sure. The uh, itchy and scratchy is uh, skinless in Seattle, which is a play on sleep. Of I course. Totally forgot about that part of the yeah. episode. That was brilliant. Yeah, the uh, that's actually one of the itchy and scratchies I remember the most. Uh, the penny. Yeah. Um, which uh, <laughs> apparently is not what would happen if you dropped a penny off the space no. needle. It's not. <laughs> no, it's really? not even the space needle. It's the Empire it's, uh... State Building is the penny reference. Oh, okay. They say no pennies throwing over right, the Empire right. State Building. But they hit terminal velocity, and their mass is so small, it would just feel like a like a thunk on the head. Yeah, like yeah. It'd, it'd it'd be annoying, but it wouldn't. Yeah, like like sear you'd, you'd you. feel it. It wouldn't be like the itchy and scratchy. It was yeah, like a laser through the cement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. But I will say, I totally believed it as a kid. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Even though it was, <laughs> even though it was, it was the cartoon within a <laughs> within cartoon. A cartoon. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is based on reality. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> meta. <laughs> kid, Al's like, we've come total full circle here. <laughs> Uh, the book that Mo was reading is, uh, was it your gimmicky restaurant by Bennigan's and Fuddruckers? Yeah. Or Rudfuckers, if you will. I will. Uh, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Of course, uh, Pablo Neruda is yep. mentioned. Yeah. That Bart is not familiar with. Uh, Citizen Kane. <laughs> All right. Do you know the Citizen Kane reference in this episode? Nope. I, a, I missed nope. it. There's a sled on the walls of Uncle Mo's family feedback. Is it Rosebud? Rosebud. Aww. Aww. That's nice. Yeah, uh, Wizard of Oz, the kind of like Emerald City that they're going to in the sure, world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Star Wars is kind of a stretch, but the, it seems like they're trying to go for a Star Warsy type thing with the the, the potato bug guy. It's like the one you call Millhouse is no longer here. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's I like kind of got a breathing, like a Darth Vader kind of thing. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if that breathing. was a direct reference, no, but it's right. definitely like potato bugs. space movies and yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you don't forget a thing like that. <laughs> yeah. That's a great piece line. of paper. By, uh, yeah. by sarcastic man, aka yeah. Raphael. Um, yeah. And then uh, two of these I'm going to save. Judy Bloom. There's a brief reference. Uh, are, are you, you there, there God? God? It's me, Margaret. It's me, Bart Simpson. 
And then uh, the thing I really want to talk about is the fact that we reference both Alf and Pogs. Yes, we oh, do. Yeah, uh, I forgot yeah. about that. Remember, At the same remember Alf? time. Now, can I tell you which um, uh, quote I thought you were going to do? Sure. Hmm. Is it? Uh, do you remember Alf? Bar? Yeah. They're back. Yeah. He's back in Pog form. Yeah. yeah. I, I, thought, did, I did that as my tease for last. I episode, thought you were going to do a Millhouse something like a Millhouse something. Um, but I mean, fair, you, you the, did you do know that. The secret: how to guess what quote I'm going to do. No. It's long I, ones? I told you no. I don't want to know. Oh. Because I like playing the game. Shoot, <laughs> I want to know. Greg, plug yeah. your ears. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, listeners want to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listeners want to figure it out. Generally speaking, it's longer quotes. Uh, and if they're funny in and of themselves, like with no other uh, knowledge required. Mm-hmm. And if it's uh, self, uh, like its own quote. So there's not like you another to part to Vince it before, that comes yeah. after that will be like an addition to the joke. Cool. So you know exactly. Greg how he held his, his ears and s- flurled his head around while I said that. Yeah, his so. ears are so red now. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you touch your ears. They're not supposed to be touched. So this episode was in 1995. Yeah. Uh, does anyone remember when they had pogs in school? 1995. I feel like yeah. it, I feel like it was around this time, but I also feel like I remember like this reference even at the time seeming mm. dated. <laughs> like seeming like it was. you know what I mean like uh, well, no one, no one likes pogs anymore why are I they talking about pogs I had a collection of pogs oh, I had thank tons you very of much. pogs yeah yeah Oh, but like for a year, and then yeah, and then no one cared anymore, so yeah. I got rid of them all. They're like they're I like Simpsons the fidget pogs. spinners of our generation. They were my favorites, actually. Was pogs the are ones. the pogs of our generation because pogs have come back and gone away. Again. No one asked you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long time for me as a child before I got into anything collectible of any nature. Definitely wasn't something that was you know on the cheaper side of things like pogs. <laughs> Like crazy bones, like oh, I forgot about the uh, Pokemon cards. I maybe got a package of all of these things in my life, and then proceeded to just lose them. Yeah. No, gentlemen, it was when I was introduced to the world of Warhammer Forty Thousand. Oh, oh no! Yes, that uh, I truly became a collector of something. Um, that was way too expensive for <laughs> a child, essentially, in the late stages of middle school to get into. It was, it was not a good idea for someone like me to do that, especially because I didn't have the time or the inclination to read the rule book and discover how on earth you played the game. So I just you just collected m- bits, built them. <laughs> Painted them poorly, I might add, and uh, just looked at them, put them on my little maps, and just that was it. Moved them around when I felt like their their position was getting bored. <laughs> then uh, listen here, little plastic figurine, you've been here way too. You've long. been here too long, so I'm going to move you. Sometimes they were metal, though. Now that was stupid because that was very difficult to you know glue something. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. metal on metal. It's mm. uh, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it, kids. Don't buy the metal figurines. They are a scam and a sucker's bet. <laughs> and I should know about sucker's bets. I have a gambling problem. Alan, what's your favorite joke? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about Alf. Oh right, Alf. Oh yeah, he eats cats. He's from the planet Melmac. Is that where he's from? Yeah. yeah. His real yeah. name's Gordon Shumway. Yep. Did you know that? Do you like Alf? <laughs> I love Alf. I used Elf. to love Alf. <laughs> I, like, I just, I, d- I learned all these trivia facts about him, and for some reason they stuck in my brain because I thought they were hilarious. Like the fact, because like, 
for the most part, a layman would just assume his name is Alf. But no, his name is Gordon. Mm-hmm. Gordon right. Shumway. Sure. <laughs> Alf means alien life form. Yeah. Oh. And you knew all this? Yeah. I have, what? I, have the, I have all the seasons of Alf. I love Alf. Whoa, hold on. On DVD? <laughs> you have yeah. the entire series of Alf? Correct. He's how, back in DVD form. How am form. I finding this out He's back right in now. DVD form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is, how is this Why would never you ever have up? a reason to ask me if I have the I DVD series know. of Alf? I just, I never expected, like, I To get... be more precise, m- my family owns, and my sister probably now has, but I have, s- I have seen and have enjoyed Alf. Yeah, maybe if you listen to him more, Jeff. Yeah. Apparently, I'm a terrible <laughs> friend, yeah. Well, you just like to talk a lot, so I tend to stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I just let you do the talking. <laughs> yes, yeah. You're, yeah. Like, you're like the Alan to, uh, I'm to Jeff exactly, Greg. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, do I talk that much? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you, do you realize you just went in a huge diatribe about your collecting <laughs> habits of for like 10 minutes? <laughs> of what? <laughs> and I just looked at my phone while you did it because I didn't give a shit. <laughs> it's like looking in a mirror. That's <laughs> exactly what's happening. It was uh, Warhammer I was talking yes, about, right? Simpsony yeah. pop culture. But it wasn't mirror. just, hey, I used to collect Warhammer. It's like, you know, it was a long time <laughs> ago that I, Greg Wilson, was a young lad in the 1990s. Oh, and it yeah. was just like, okay, he's doing this. All right. Uh, let me just see what other notes I have. Well, he doesn't. I think I put on a good character for that one. <laughs> I liked sure. it. That was definitely not Greg. That was. Five stars. That was Here's fancy man, Greg. <laughs> oh, thank uh, you. So before our favorite jokes, I just want to yeah. get into uh, the kind of genesis of this episode because I yeah. think it's really funny. Sure. Uh, so it was written by Greg Daniels, as I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> in, his, in his childhood, in high school, he encouraged a bully to sell him his soul for 50 cents and then convince classmates to frighten the bully into, bu- into buying his soul back for an inflated price. He repeated this ploy but stopped when he realized that the only other person in history who has profited off others' souls was Satan, and that scared him. <laughs> this wow. brilliant. I love that. <laughs> I just found that very fascinating. That no, it's brilliant. And it's a, uh, I mean, I, I, I do feel like a lot of the, the better uh, Simpsons episodes are from writers' real lives, is what we've learned a lot. Yeah, unless it's Schwarzwalder. Sure. Well, we don't know what his real life is like. Exactly. Everything he writes could be from his real life. Really. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, favorite joke? Do you want me oh, to go? me? I don't know. Well, uh, I think it's the guy who's laughing with the street cleaner and he yeah. falls down into the pits of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, you know, kind <laughs> of metaphorical. Um, but also, um, I'll honorable mention it if it doesn't come up. So go ahead, Alan. Uh, my favorite joke is 100% when... Uh, Lisa makes Homer fall into the yep. stairs. That's about, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's what I was about to say. As on a moment, <laughs> just see if Bart laughs, and then he doesn't. And then it's just the way the scene continues to go, and the yeah. dog starts biting his butt. Yeah. and he's like, "Who's doing that? <laughs> Who's doing that? Yeah. Why is Why anyone is helping? helping me?" <laughs> nope, nothing. and they're just standing there, sad, yeah, like yeah. trying to figure out their own thing. Like, comp- like Homer, they're they're done with Homer. Like, yeah. He served his purpose. So they're and he's like, poor man is just like stuck in the stairs with a dog biting Wait. him. Everything about that joke is perfect. When he comes out, <laughs> I'm just a walking. I'm just I a love walking. how he says yeah. that. He's just like, yeah. It's like, all right, Dan. So Homer's gonna be walking. So just like do a nonchalant thing, and that's probably a first take. Like, I'm just a walking. It's super funny. So good. Yeah. 
What about you guys? Do you yeah. have a favorite? Um, just be, I thought of my mom when this happened, when they enter uh, the restaurant and Marge comments on the things on the walls going, skis on the walls, what will they think of next? <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, just reminded me of my mom, she, she would definitely do something like that. So it was, uh, yeah, probably up there for me. <laughs> now, now that you mentioned that, I totally understand exactly, that connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's something <laughs> my mom yeah, would do. Yeah, that's totally something your mother <laughs> would do. Uh, for me, for me, it's, it's. Either, either the the like I said, the flashlight in Chief Wiggum's car with Ralph, because mm, yeah. it's just it's just so kind of like out of the blue and unexpected, but also so perfect at the same time. It just it like it it's so left field, but it sits in that plot so well yeah. uh, that in five bucks, where'd you get five bucks? I want five bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, again, just so nonchalant, and like yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like yeah, that, that's funny. Like. Yeah. It's uh, and it's really well delivered too. Mm-hmm. Everything in this is really great. I give actually Millhouse probably the MVP for this episode because every single scene he's in is just really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Anyway, we should probably wrap up because sure. you gotta go. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. We're on yeah. that tight schedule. Like Forty-five yeah. minutes. Ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so shorter uh, than a normal episode. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks for uh, our thanks to our guests for joining us. Thank you for uh, having us. What was us? your podcast? You want to plug it? Sure. We are Newman and Price, the perfectly normal podcast. Uh, it's a podcast about all of the background things that happen in the lives of two professional magicians. So, if you want to know what uh, some of our favorite comment in history are, or how we suggest you plan an event that you can have great entertainment at, or even some of the weird shit that happens along the way of us being magicians, that is a place you can find it. Mm-hmm. Cool. You just you did an eb- uh, an episode recently about the Edmonton Fringe. Yes, we actually did a, a series of we did guests. a series of interviews yeah. with uh, artists at the Edmonton Fringe uh, about what they do and how they uh, how they make a living as fringe artists. Right on. Yeah, and uh, we were there before at the Edmonton Fringe. Yeah, like <laughs> four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just we came to buy the venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, nice. <laughs> so. That was uh, fun. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, cool. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us this time around. Uh, you can find us at, uh, you can email us, rather, at thehammockdistrictonthird at gmail.com. Numerical three. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And next week, we're going to be talking about how it's just a little slimy, but it's still good. Go back to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa the Vegetarian is the next episode and we'll have a lot to say about meat probably it's good eat it yeah <laughs> never mind that's all we'll have to say uh, thanks again for listening everybody keep watching the ski.